Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Um, for those of you that are new to this podcast, basically this podcast uh, is a weekly review of Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Um, no affiliation, but it's like, you know, I guess you could see this podcast as what the news is to current events. They're not connected, but one reports on the other. And that's what I do. I talk about uh, Joe's podcast, about all the interesting parts of the week. Sometimes I have guests on, people that uh, are, are fans of Joe Rogan as well, and uh, were inspired by whichever podcast. And that's kind of how it works. So let's get into it. Uh, this week was podcast 1195, Christina P. So if you are an avid listener to Joe Rogan, you'll know that Christina P. is Tom Segura's wife. And Tom Segura did the uh, Sober October Challenge with Joe. And uh, together they have a podcast called Your Mama's House, which is hilarious. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, definitely check it out. It's one of the funnier podcasts out there. They're always really ridiculous and silly. And they find some of the goofiest people online you can possibly imagine. Uh, Christina has a new Netflix special out. Um, so... They're doing this thing right now, which I think is really cool, where it'd be like a, a two-hour Netflix show, and then it, but it's made up, instead of a special of just one person, it's made up of like four comedians, each person does like half an hour. Uh, so she follows Joey Diaz on this particular one. I haven't seen it yet, but just knowing they're both on there, she's a very funny comedian, she's absolutely excellent. Uh, so, you know, definitely check that out. Well, one thing her husband has been doing, and, and Christina and Joe got into it, is uh, kind of trolling Garth Brooks online. So Garth Brooks is new into social media, at least for uh, Instagram. And if you haven't seen any of his posts, they are kind of odd. And Tom makes fun of him quite a bit, and so does Christina, just with the way that he like interacts with his fans, how he will say goodbye, he will kind of like awkwardly wave, like he's not really even sure how to communicate with regular people, uh, just because he's been so famous for so long. But the trolling's getting pretty hilarious. And if you follow Tom Segura's Instagram, you'll see how he is honestly just constantly fucking with Garth Brooks, which I think is really quite hilarious. Uh, one of the crazy characters they found online is the tried out guy. Um, you have to... Um, YouTube this for yourself. He's one of the oddest characters I've ever heard. But they, but what they do, uh, Tom and his wife, is they just find these lunatics online. They obviously make fun of them a ton because they're so easy to do. And then they just play their videos over and over. Uh, but they also started trying to contact these people, getting a hold of them and getting them onto their podcast. And they're saying it's actually increasingly difficult. Like the more of a lunatic the person is and the more they want them on their podcast the harder it is to get them i guess these guys and gals just don't want anything to do with these podcasts even if they're getting paid for it which i'm surprised i kind of feel like these lunatics that make these videos are just attention-seeking idiots and they would do anything for more exposure but uh i guess not i guess not um Later on in the conversation, Joe bags on the Catholic Church for a little bit, as he always likes to, just talking about, you know, all the fucked up shit that goes on with the church. 
and uh, and and kind of how through history, it wasn't unusual for like older men to have sex with young boys. Like the Greeks did it, the Romans did it. Obviously, it happened in the Roman Catholic Church and still to this day, which is really fucked up. But uh, he just talks about how like really weird that is that that was almost like an institution, like it was understood, and. And it is fucking weird to think about. Like, how did that ever catch on? Like, what the hell are those idiots thinking? I don't know. It's all fucked up. But he loves to talk shit about the Catholic Church. And, and it probably pisses a lot of people off. But for fuck's sake, you gotta do it. Uh, they talk about raising uh, kids because Christina is pregnant again. She already has a kid. And they were just talking about how, you know, you gotta prepare your kids for the, a dangerous world that's out there. And he talks a little bit about how his, Joe's daughter does... Uh, lots of jujitsu and does some kickboxing and things and you know it's not just about getting them into uh a, an activity that keeps them tough you know but it also it ke- teaches them discipline and keeps them trained and you know if you have girls it's probably a good idea because it keeps them safe as well uh they move on and talk a little bit about megan kelly and how she got fired from um I think CNN or I don't know what other news network. She moved from Fox to something else. And then she made a reference about blackface and how it's okay to have blackface or what's the big deal about it. I don't remember the exact quote, but yeah, she got canned for that because that's some racist shit. But she really did sexualize the news and they talk about how sex sells. I guess somebody, I think Christina, worked with had worked on the show over a Fox and Megan Kelly would talk about how she wanted uh, her sh- skirt to be even shorter. Like it was a big part of like how she would sell her show, which is crazy. Cause let's not forget the point of <clears throat> the news is just to pass the news, but you know, at Fox news sex sells. And that's why most of those guys are getting fired for, you know, sexually harassing their coworkers. Cause that's, you know, a lot of fucked up shit goes on over there. Uh, they talk a, a little bit about um, the understanding that like porn stars, a lot of them were molested when they were younger. And then they get into like body dysmorphia stuff and having tons of plastic surgery and all the rest of it. Um, then they move on to the Sober October stuff and the MyZone competition. So for those of you that followed the Sober October, MyZone is this like heart rate device i actually bought one recently i haven't used it but uh it monitors your heart rate it keeps you on track for the types of uh range of heart rate that you want to stay in so red is like 80 percent and above then i think it's green yellow and you you get uh not yeah i think it's gray is like the lowest measure of heart rate but but you get scores for it you get points and you can kind of keep on it and uh Christina was talking about how competitive Tom got, even though he was very sick, he was still able to run like 12, 13 miles, which was really impressive. I mean, that's obviously unbelievable. And, uh, and how he's like continuing to use this device. It's why I picked one up. I'm really keen to see how good it is. Uh, they also, for a short time, talked about that journalist that was killed by the Saudis. They jump over to that and... Uh, Joe kind of just gets into how brutal it was 
that he went to this Turkey or like the Saudi embassy in Turkey. And uh, because he disagrees with the way that they think, they sent some hitman over there and they just straight up like chopped him up and got rid of his body. And I think it's just making the point that like, yeah, uh, these guys over there are sending a message. You know, I don't think that they minded getting caught. They just wanted to send a message and say, you can't fuck with us. Don't talk shit. You can't fuck with us. Just crazy to think what goes on out in the world, to be honest, and what governments are up to. I mean, if they're doing it, do you have to assume that the U.S. government or like, you know, more developed countries' governments are doing it? Probably, right? I can't. Maybe we're just better at like keeping it quiet. Who knows? Who knows? Um, they talk a little bit about um, acting and how Joe was like on a sitcom and all the rest of it and uh, how he really just hated auditions and never wanted to be an actor anyway. Like talks about how the auditions are really clunky and uh, he just doesn't like like the whole idea of, of going and doing those. And then that kind of works into a conversation about workplace relationships that they were having. And Joe brought up an interesting point that you spend eight hours a day at work, but maybe only three at home. You know, maybe you get an hour in the morning, you get a couple of hours at night. So you're spending a lot more time with your co-workers. So no wonder workplace relationships start to develop. And Christina talks about one where she worked at a place and um, the boss there ended up marrying the uh, secretary who was a lot younger and prettier. But, you know, her boyfriend wasn't around and this guy like slowly crept in and uh, it's an issue, right? There's the whole Me Too movement right now. So it's like, well, what can you say and do in the workplace? But you almost can't help develop relationships even if you start to like somebody because you're just spending so much time there. I mean, it's very difficult to not not do that. Um, they... They kind of end on um, comedy, uh, as you'd imagine. They want to get back to promoting Christina's comedy special. Talks a little bit about um, doing comedy, doing comedy when you're older. They talk about Brendan Sharp, how he's only been doing it for two years. Charlie Murphy also started much later, uh, but was already kind of famous, obviously, from his brother, Eddie. But doing becoming an open micer like in your mid-30s is incredibly difficult, and they acknowledge that. But people are still doing very well. You can get your name out quickly. Brendan, after just two years of doing his uh, his stand-up, he now has a comedy special coming out, uh, which is pretty fucking amazing. I think it's on Showtime, and that's, uh, you know, it's going to be out pretty soon. And, um, and, yeah, and Joe is working on his new hour because he just came out with his special, so he's putting material together, and... They finish up with, even though it's a, a tricky time because people are getting so sensitive, his friend Ari said that it's a good time for comedy because stand-up is dangerous again. And I really like that comment because it's like you now can push the envelope again so hard in different directions and, you know, not to upset people but just kind of like push people's boundaries. And I think that's that's going to be key for like stopping these people just getting so fucking sensitive all the time. But anyway, it was a great podcast. I really enjoyed listening to it. Christina's fantastic. Check out her Netflix special. 
And I appreciate you guys. Talk soon. Bye.